Welcome to The New Next, a podcast that addresses current events and how they will impact the future. Co-hosted by the inquisitive public speaking champion, Mike McVeigh, and energy economics and technology expert, Matt Jensen. Join us as we explore all things energy, economic, tech, and political, and how they will affect our future. All right. All right. So some, um, it doesn't seem like it's one of our podcasts if we don't mention something to do with Russia or natural gas. Um, so let's just kind of combine the two together. Um, as recently as just a few days ago, oilprice.com reported that Putin uh, claims Russia could send natural gas to Europe via the Nord Stream 2. And why is this news, Matt? Well, I think it's interesting because we've had the battle over the Nord Stream 2 pipeline, which goes through the uh, the sea from Russia to Germany. Um, and that was the accompanying pipeline next to the original Nord Stream. Mm-hmm. So I think it's uh, it's just it's this whole dynamic has been almost like an interesting James Bond-esque um you know, storyline that's played out, like who who blew up the pipeline? Why did they do do it? Who's to gain for it and stuff like that too? And Nord Stream One was the one that was in operation. Nord Stream Two was filled with gas and ready to go. But um, when they had that whole explosion, uh, one was pretty battered and. Uh, so two has, I think, two pipes in it, and one of the pipes is still uh, intact. So they could still, he, he, Putin was saying that they theoretically could send uh, gas through Nord Stream 2 if they approved the permit that they revoked. You know, it kind of started this whole row over everything. Wow. And that there's no reason to repair the other pipelines unless... There's going to be, you know, it's it's just so interesting how this whole thing has played out. Yeah. Um, also in the background, too, about our State Department saying publicly about how there's strategic advantages that have come to the U.S. because of this happened. So um, it's it's just a it's this is a very interesting story that. Um, involves so many uh, different elements and i think i think sometime we should really have an episode where we um, have maybe like a accompanying video episode where we go through the maps mm-hmm. and talk specifically about why this is happening from a physical energy transfer sense like where where russia's hydrocarbons flow through Europe, uh, why it matters that they have to be shipped primarily through pipeline because they don't have a lot of all year round ports to send it out. Um, There's just a lot of, uh, when USSR broke up and became Russia and all these splinter countries, it created a lot of complexity of transporting these uh, materials, these minerals and hydrocarbons out of Russia to markets where it made economic sense. Right. And there's just been this whole, um, all throughout 
Europe, uh, Asia, and the Middle East, there's been this whole rebalancing in recent years, trying to both, you know, from the Western sense, get some of these uh, former Soviet bloc countries mm-hmm. to start up their own natural gas um, industries and basically kind of replace that east to west flow that Russia had. That's part of the reason that Russia is battling Ukraine too is um, like Ukraine's got uh, trillions of uh, uh, cubic meters of natural gas and they could they could themselves replace a substantial industry of the Russian national gas industry. So uh, natural gas in uh, Ukraine, the basins are kind of, I think, like kind of in the south and in the coastal area around there. The the east and down almost towards Crimea, but mostly in that Donbass region, and then out in the very west. And um, so, you know, where Russia is fighting right now just ironically happens to be all stranded around these giant natural gas fields too, which is, it's just kind of an interesting backdrop because there's, there's so many different competing interests and elements in why this is all happening. And I feel like the, the narrative that we usually are fed or is talked about in kind of like a public sphere is, um, it's, I feel like it adds a lot of complexity to it because it doesn't necessarily make sense a lot of times and Mm -hmm. it's more ideologically driven. But uh, there's, you know, when you kind of see it on paper, kind of like a a risk sort of map, um, it's, it it makes a lot of sense, I guess. Um, Strategically, why they would be doing it and why like all this stuff you know you're like all this stuff is horrible war is horrible why is this happening um it's uh i I think the debate is often dumbed down a lot but from a geopolitical sense if you look at a historical perspective and kind of walk through that it makes a lot of sense that russia who is entirely dominant on being a mineral and gas, you know, commodities producer is doing what they're doing. And historically they do this during high commodity prices too, when they have that uh, extra, basically, you know, budgetary um, gap to go out and and fund these uh, extracurriculars too. So. Right. If you would like to learn more about the New Next Podcast, find us at thenewnextpodcast.com, where you can suggest a topic you would like for us to cover. If you enjoyed what you heard, share the podcast, tell a friend about it, or rate us with five stars. 